Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun, week-ending hit of sport for Friday, December 15. Today, the NBA is getting nasty. Eddie Jones feels no guilt after being unveiled as Japan coach, and where to next for Panthers superstar Jerome Luai? But first... With Mitchell Johnson watching on from the Triple M commentary box, David Warner responded to his biggest critic in the best way possible. His 26th Test century, 6th against Pakistan in Perth yesterday, passing Michael Clarke and Matthew Hayden to sit 5th on the Aussie Test Run scorers list. His celebration said it all, a pointed finger to the mouth, ending the debate about whether the opener deserves a farewell test at the SCG. You saw what it was? A nice little quiet shush. For me, it's about going out there and trying my best and scoring runs. I don't feel any extra pressure. I don't feel any other point to have to prove. Up the other end, Usman Khawaja sent a message of a different kind. He covered the tape on his shoes with the message, all lives are equal, instead wearing a black armband to show his support for those suffering in the Gaza war. Now, this is an action the ICC could still find him for, but Khawaja says the governing body has been inconsistent with who and how it sanctions cricketers in the past. There's already been precedent set in the past uh, that ICC have allowed. Precedent set that players have done stuff in the past where ICC hasn't done anything. So I find it a bit unfair that um, they've come down on me at this point in time where there's definitely been precedents in the past of similar things. Kawaja was out for 41. A score of 500-plus loomed large. Instead, no one other than Warner passed 50, despite some horrendous fielding at times from Pakistan. High in the air. Should be out. No! Never looked like it. Mitch Marsh and Alex Carey returned to the crease on day two this afternoon at 15 and 14 unbeaten. The Aussies are five for 346. There's something in the air in the NBA at the moment. An air of hostility. Serial offender Draymond Green clocked a Suns player in the face that had an element of Barry Hall Brent Staker about it. Ooh, oh, man. Well, that's going to be a flagrant. Yeah. And now they're going to just try to decide if they think it was excessive. The NBA's dished out an indefinite ban that, as an isolated incident, may seem harsh, but the four-time Warriors champion has form. This year, putting Minnesota's Rudy Gobert in a choker hole and in seasons past, collected both Kiwi Stephen Adams and LeBron James in the... His former teammate, son superstar Kevin Durant, is as shocked as anyone with Green's behaviour. Yeah, that was insane to see. Uh, glad Nurk is all right. Uh, never seen that before on a basketball court in the NBA game. He hasn't been that way when I was around him and coming into the league. So hopefully he gets the help he needs and get back on the court and you know put all this stuff behind him. And then yesterday, things threatened to get ugly after a spiteful Bucks v Pacers clash. There is Giannis. Giannis going to the locker room. Going into the locker room. Don't ruin a great evening. No. With some nonsense. 
Giannis Antetokounmpo took offence at Indiana trying to steal the game ball away from him after he just shot a franchise record 64 points. Turns out the Pacers wanted the ball for a rookie who had scored his first NBA points, but the Greek freak wasn't having it and after some heated words took matters into his own hands. I have the ball, but I don't know if it's a game ball. It doesn't feel like a game ball to me. It's, it feels like a brand new ball. Like I can I can tell, you know, from um, I played, what, 35 minutes a day. You know, I know how the, the game ball felt. The greatest farce in the sporting world continues. After 14 times denying any interview with Japan Rugby while coaching the Wallabies, Eddie Jones has been unveiled as the Cherry Blossoms' new coach. Everyone saw this coming. It comes six weeks after he quit the Wallabies following their worst ever display at a Rugby World Cup. Eddie, though, remains unrepentant. Do you think Australians really believe, Eddie, that your first interview with Japan was only last week? I'm not sure what they need to believe, mate. Um, But all I can say is I'll go back to the first interview I had for Japan was in December. He says there was no interview until December. Applications for the Japan job closed, though, on August 18. It doesn't add up. As Eddie departs Australia for Japan, mystery still surrounds the future of an NRL superstar. Nathan Cleary has spoken publicly for the first time surrounding the future of his Penrith Premiership teammate Jerome Luai. The grand final hero telling Nine he doesn't want to see his halves partner go. My gut's telling telling me that I think he'll stay. Honestly, just couldn't picture him in another jersey. A decision on whether the 5'8 will stay at the foot of the mountains or join the Tigers or Bulldogs on multi-million dollar deals is expected soon. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport. Hit subscribe so you don't miss the app each morning. Catch you next week on The Scorecard. Listener.